Recently, I came across an art piece depicting a Native American Jesus. For a long time, cultures and denominations have hoped to imagine a Jesus after their own likeness. But we have to ask ourselves, how does God want us to perceive him? And just as importantly, how does God want us to communicate his likeness to other people? Let me start off by saying I understand the heart of relatability, the intention that we have to make Jesus into a likeness that is relatable so that we could have him look like we do. We want to make him our own. And we want to make him relatable to other people in hope that they would connect with them easier and hope that they would accept the gospel easier. But how should we really think about Jesus? And I guess the big question is, is are all of the many popular depictions of him that we see truth? Because ultimately we ought to seek and proclaim the truth. The truth is that Jesus was born a Jew, lived a Jew and died as a Jew from Galilee. I want you to imagine this for a moment. Imagine I have the honor of having a guest come to my house to meet some of my friends. And as I invite this guest, the day before he arrives, I call him up and I say, thank you so much for coming. It's such an honor that you're going to be coming to visit my house. Please make sure that, in fact, your appearance, your facial appearances, your race and everything else to do with your appearance is in our likeness. What would that say? about the person making such a request. It would say that he does not truly admire his guest for who he is, but instead would hope for his guest to present himself as a counterfeit version of himself in order to simply make himself more relatable to the friends of the host. And just as concerning a counterfeit version, which is simply not being authentic, with who he really is. See, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you that when we rely on how we depict Jesus to make him relatable, we have failed to rely on what we should be relying on. The power of God, the demonstrations of his spirit and who he is. See, we read in Isaiah 53 two, for he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. We follow him not for what he looked like, but for what he has done. And he does expect us to accept him for who he is not to change him into a Catholic or a Baptist or a charismatic or a black or a white 
or an Indian or a Native American version of himself, but instead to accept him for who he is, a Jewish Middle Eastern Messiah who has come for the Jew first, but then for the Gentiles and all of the rest of the world. Here is the true problem with changing his likeness. First, we want to change his appearance to make him relatable. But next, what follows is we start changing what he taught in order to make him more relatable to our own beliefs, our own cultural traditions. This, in fact, is what has plagued multitudes of Christian denominations all around the world already. And in fact, if we want to obey Paul in the book of Romans, chapter 11, 14, where he has called us to drive the Jews to jealousy, perhaps it would be good for us to begin to present to our Jewish brothers a Jewish Messiah. We should not be shocked if they seem disinterested in a Messiah that looks nothing like them when they are looking for a Messiah that, according to the scriptures itself, is supposed to be one who comes from their very loins That is supposed to be a Jewish Messiah. They are disinterested because we have failed to present to him the authentic Yeshua, the Messiah who has come to teach obedience to his father's instructions. And he has said in the book of Matthew, chapter five, he has never come to abolish the instructions of his father. He has come to teach them and anyone who teaches they're abolished. Even the least of those commandments are abolished. That man will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. That is what the Yeshua, the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah who, who has truly come and truly died and has truly been resurrected. That is what he has taught. And if we continue to teach a different Messiah, we will fail the Great Commission because he's not only called us to proclaim him to the world, but to teach what he has commanded us, not what our tradition has commanded us. And perhaps it begins even in the simplicity of how he really looked like. And then what he really taught and then the true power that followed his life and his promised to follow ours. If we are interested in him for who he really is, instead of trying to counterfeit him into something he never was. Who will you choose to serve this day and who will you choose to proclaim? Will you accept our father and the Messiah and the Holy Spirit for who he proclaims he is the one true God of Israel? I hope that this teaching has blessed you. I want to say a special thank you to our partners who have made this and every other teaching this month possible. Many blessings and shalom to you. Thank you.